0: Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on FNFiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Hello everybody, and welcome to The Beating Table with your hosts Degon Hyakwa, Margaret Standup, and myself, Leith Makiwa. Today we have a very special guest in studio, so hopefully it's going to be an exciting and not just banter between myself and Margaret like it usually is. <laughs> We'd like to welcome Candace Snook from Ghanawage, hey, Ghanawage who is an artist whose medium is painted canvases or painting and then also beadwork on canvases and beadwork just by itself. So welcome, Candice. How are you today? I'm
1: good. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> sure what to expect being on the other side of this, but I'm just going to roll with it. That's awesome. what we do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the reasons why we invited Candace on the show today is because if you happened, hopefully, to listen to our last podcast, we mentioned how we both were selected to be in the um, Kodunushuni Art Show at Ganondagan, the historic site in Victor, New York. And we were lucky to be in the presence of so many wonderful artists and thought it would be nice to invite some of those artists who are local to Ganawaga to be on our podcast. Unfortunately, one of our other artists we had invited was um, not able to attend today. So we are glad that Candace was able to arrange her very busy schedule to be able to take part in today's conversation. And um, maybe we could just maybe before we get into like the Ganondagan talk, maybe talk a little bit about what's going on. Just to touch base with our listeners about what you're doing. I know you probably have some exciting news about the store. Hopefully it's exciting news about the store. And yeah, just maybe touch base. So what is going on with you, Degoniyakwa? Nothing. No. Oh my God, you always do that to me every time. Like I have nothing to share. Nothing, nothing. Uh,
2: Actually, I just stopped at the store like right before I came here. And just to check in, I don't foresee opening before Christmas, unfortunately. Oh, Yeah, I just like they're they're working pretty hard trying to get it all done. But a few little things kind of set them back. Mm -hmm. They were hoping like by next week that it would be done. But uh, I don't think so. Like I I went in there and there's still quite a bit of stuff that needs to get done. And of course, you know, they're waiting for other companies to come in and uh, Mm
1: -hmm. like there's like duct
2: work. the, The plumber's there today, but then we have to get the electrician back there. So there's I don't know. I don't foresee like being in there before Christmas. Um, but it's coming along. It looks so nice. I can't wait. It's like mm. super clean, super like fresh looking. But yeah. But I guess it'll give me a little bit more time like to set up and mm-hmm. uh get everything ready, get some more uh art stuff back in there and yeah, because I think trying to open before Christmas is gonna be hell for me and mm-hmm. everybody else. So I don't uh I don't really wanna put that pressure on myself and and all the other artists. So
0: it's well, good that you're yeah. uh, able to take a little bit of a breather and, and get your settled for the new year, like a new midwinter fresh start. Kind of yeah. Thing and-
2: yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think that's where we're at with that. And yeah, that's pretty much, I was up ass crack dawn this morning. I just want to give a shout out. I don't even know the name of my child's lacrosse team. <laughs> Um, because he's he's with a mixed team right now that's from, like, all over the Confederacy, basically. Are they in Las Vegas, too? Yes. So, he just left. Oh, him cool. and Greg went this morning. Um, again? Second year in a row?
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah. So, we, I was, it, w- it was really last minute. There was, like, wires that got crossed, and we didn't realize, like, it didn't get our way that they wanted him to play, and we're expecting him mm-hmm. and my nephew. So, we only found out last week. So, I was like, oh, no. yeah. So, it was like, surprise, like, mm-hmm. uh, get ready. We were all going to try to go, but I'm like, I didn't know the status of the store. I had a lot of classes booked this week. I was like, it's too much mayhem for me to cancel everything and try to reschedule mm-hmm. that. So yeah. I just said, forget it. Um, and then like Greg Greg uh, decided to go with him again. So I mm-hmm. dropped them off at like 4.30 this morning. And yeah, so me and my daughter are holding down the fort.
0: but So they're going for just a weekend, like a long weekend?
2: or uh, well, well, almost like a week. They'll be back on
0: Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: They're gone for okay. six days. So, but uh I believe last year they played under Iroquois Thunder, I believe it was. So I don't oh, know okay. if that's the, the, still the same team, but yeah. So good luck last year. They, I believe they won. They won the whole thing. So yeah, we're looking forward to, you know, this weekend and hopefully things will be streamed this year. Uh Last year, I don't think they did, but they were in the works with it. I think they were mm-hmm. talking about it. So hopefully I'll be able to watch some of the games and, and whatnot. So yeah, that's my excitement and you any what? news any new new stuff going
0: uh on? yeah there's some things coming like around but some things i don't really want to mention just because some of my family members don't know so i don't want to say anything <laughs> on here first before i oh, like you know people who are who need to know to be my first but you know like sometimes you want to say things and tell people things in person you don't want to have to yeah. tell them over a text or whatever so i just rather do that and uh but um but yeah so there are some exciting things that are happening uh maybe in the new year one of the more recent things that are going to happen is um i'm going down to the new the new york state museum i'm going to go see some of their collections when i'm going to walk over the holiday break Mm -hmm. so i'm going to do that so that's going to be nice and um so i'm doing that in january and then um i am just right now trying to really get my beaded part of my big project done and uh well, I think last podcast I was talking about how I really just wanted to just do any kind of colors that I like and mm-hmm. I'm doing this new thing. Okay. So I had to, I have to be honest. Like a lot of times what happens is we talk about like, you know, our wonderful projects and how wonderful they are. And sometimes you don't talk about like the nitty gritty of like how hard it is to do something. And you think like, I'm really going to try to go to my comfort zone. But what happened in my case is that um, I tried to use a color that I'm not necessarily, I don't really like. Okay. So I used the color purple. I don't really like purple really. <laughs> The Color Purple. The Color Purple. <laughs> not the movie. I've never seen the movie. I hear it's really good. I they heard the book's better, but yeah. So um, even like the old I thing, mean, there's a new movie and whatever. Anyway, so I don't really care for the Color Purple, mm-hmm. like myself to wear. So I kind of don't like, not that I say don't like it to bead with. I've beaded with it and I have beaded on this project with it. But what I did was I was like, I'm going to just step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to bead with this purple and I'm going to make my vines all purple on my thing. Mm -hmm. oh man it really threw me a curveball in the sense that I couldn't progress on my piece there's some things I was doing and then I guess initially what I did was I did this purple uh, vine and I couldn't do anything after that like I couldn't Mm -hmm. find where the groove was and how things are going to really match out and I had to take it all off (laughs) yeah I had to cut it off and what I did was is that because I wanted to try to use matching thread the thread stained my hide pink oh my god really yes but Ooh. because I was using small beads mm-hmm. smaller than size 15 when I went to use my 15s and then I made a new color like something that I thought ah oh, let me try this and it's a little bit more I've done it before but not to the extent so I did something different and then when I went to put it on it covered it thankfully right I mean mm-hmm. it also helped me know exactly where to bead because it was like basically an outline mm-hmm. but I did that over the week and I brought it home and usually I don't bring my work home I like to have that project at my studio just because I try to keep it there but I brought it home and I took it all off and it is like 40% done now. Yay. Of the beadwork part. So I got, yeah, so I got 60% done and it's just coming. It's coming. It's coming more beads and more flowers. I mean, sorry, more flowers are being, the colors are coming together. So, I mean, sometimes when you try to go out of your comfort zone, it, it might not work, you know, and it's to rethink and think like, you know, yeah, I'm not doing exactly what I used to do. I'm doing something different. I just couldn't, it couldn't, I was stopped. I was like stopped in my tracks. It's almost like when a person has writer's block, you know, like Mm -hmm. I just could not get over it. So, so that was a really big change that happened to me this, like this past week. But uh, other than that, things are going really good. Like I said, there's a lot of fantastic things that are coming up in the new year. And I'm just really excited to be a part of some exhibit. I'm going to be a part of an exhibit in January. One of my fellow, um, not fellow, because I'm not a professor. One of the professors here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not myself, because I'm not a professor. One of the professors here asked me to be part of her exhibit that she's collaborating with, with a museum in Sweden. And so they're doing something here at the university. So, yeah, so I'm going to be part of that. And she's picking up my piece today. And so, yeah, so, I mean, it's just chit-chatting with the arty types here and just Mm -hmm. really just the artists and just kind of learning more things. Yeah, the kind of stuff is really just, it's getting a little bit, you know, getting a little hectic hectic around here people are getting ready for these these cricks where people put up like an installation and their professors go and they stand and they talk about their piece and then their teachers ask them questions about it like Mm -hmm. yeah some pretty interesting things happening here so yeah but other than that like you know that's all i'm just getting ready to go back to gunawaga next week and so that's gonna be nice i'll be able to see my family i think i'm gonna stay there for about a month so yeah very cool. Get all my beads ready for the shop because I got new beads, but I Yay! didn't pack them. So uh, there'll be new beads for when it opens. <laughs> Lovely.
1: <laughs> I'll be waiting for yeah. that.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm waiting for that. All my same old, same old colors, probably. I tried to do something different, but you know, I can always order more when I get there and then they'll be there when I, when I get there. When we're ready. Yeah.
2: All right. So, so you had, uh you had questions, I believe. <laughs>
0: Well, there were some questions, but I wanted to kind of talk about more about like Anand again first Mm -hmm. before we get into like the other questions. So We're going to bring back our tried and true rapid fire questions for Candice and yourself. And I got some, (laughs) I asked, uh, like I said, I had a a bead group last night and one of the the beaters, I asked her one of the questions. And so I wanted to hear what your question, your answer was. So, so yeah, it was kind of funny. It was a nice, it was a nice icebreaker and stuff like that. So, yeah. (laughs) So I guess what I wanted to to just like reiterate is that um, Margaret and I and Candice where all three of us were selected to be part of the Ganandagan, um, the Haudenosaunee Art Show. Like I said, it happened approximately two weeks ago at the uh, museum. And there were beautiful artworks, all kinds of wonderful things, things that people like, you know, really put a lot of time and effort in and really showed the strength in their craft because there are beautiful things. And Candice, you have participated twice in the Ganandagan Museum, correct? Yeah.
1: First time was in 2021, I believe. That was a fluke thing. I I had seen someone posted, they shared their posts on uh, Mohawk Crafters. And I'm like, what is that? I inbox them and they're like, the deadline is at midnight. So I got all of my stuff in like real quick and I sent (laughs) it in. And yeah, so that was the first one. And then I had to skip the second one. I didn't have time to create anything new. So this time around, I got in kind of at the, like right at the wire too. So (laughs) So
0: what, okay. So like, obviously audience we're just making up the questions as we go so like you know but (laughs) I just want to put it out there because I want people to think like oh my goodness she doesn't know how to answer a question well or ask the question but (laughs) what I wanted to ask you is like you said like it was just last minute do you often create large pieces because I know that piece that you had was like a a substantial piece it wasn't just like a smaller piece like you know like the kind that you maybe sell at the craft fair like the the Mm -hmm. smaller little like canvases so Mm -hmm. like what was the motivation to create that piece that then led you to be entering the Ganondagan art show. Cause I know it wasn't based on that, like getting into the show, you know, like it was just, you had it. So I just want you to know what was the.
1: Yeah. So that piece was an idea that has been floating around in my mind. Um, and it kind of came to me after losing my grandmother and kind of um, mm-hmm. thinking of her journey back to the sky world. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like tabled that and I actually started something completely different.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: going into thinking of what I was going to submit to again. and it was like really out there I was talking to Margaret one day in the store <laughs> and I'm like yeah this piece I said I'm gonna try and like carve an antler and incorporate it in there <laughs> <laughs> which I did but then anyways I spent like a good 30 something hours on the piece doing the outline it was painted the the antler was carved and then I noticed imperfections in the paint and I tried mm-hmm. to fix it and it just like totally and I had to completely scrap it so Mm -hmm. this idea was actually the size of the canvas in my mind was going to be probably double the size of what I actually ended up creating but with the time crunch like by the time because I had spent like you know a good two weeks working on the other one so then like that was time wasted so I had to downsize it but with this one I also painted a totally different canvas i didn't like it i scrapped it and i started again so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. lovely yeah i feel you when you say you (laughs) did it and it wasn't working and you ripped it out so
2: yeah yeah all the fun
1: and do you
0: often get chances to um create things just because you want to create them or are you like margaret and i are trying to get away from orders she's getting more away from orders than i am but like is that like how do you how do you like represent your art in like out there like in art shows and craft fairs or do you just do like private orders like commission or do you just do whatever it is that you fancy?
1: Well in the beginning I was doing a lot of orders because I felt like it was like guaranteed kind of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um but then like listening to your podcast, I was really um it got me thinking and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? I do have a lot of ideas that I'd really like to do for myself. So in the last, I think, like year and a half or two years, I haven't barely taken any orders. Like some things oh, people good. will message me. And if it like really sparks my interest and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like it's not a redundant thing, then I'll kind of do it. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I've just
2: been creating whatever I want. What you want. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's for me, awesome. I find that's like the best way to because it's yeah, like you said, like if somebody says something and it's like, oh, OK, like it kind of lights that fire again, then Like, me too, I'm all for it because then it's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's still that daunting idea, though, that, like, no, I have to do it because I told somebody I would do it for them. But at least it creates that fire. And sometimes you get those orders where you're like, oh, hell no, like, Mm -hmm. I can't do that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. But it is, like, it's so nice to just do what you want without that pressure. Because if, if it falls to shit, if you really don't like it in the end, you don't have to do anything with it. And it's more of a trial and error type of thing, you know. You can kind of, like, relax or... Big great things come out of it because there's no pressure in it, you yeah.
0: know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, I enjoy doing that too. That's my favorite. Now,
0: for those who don't know, Candace has an Instagram page called called Candice Canvases, and that's like that's your like logo and your your uh, business name, correct? Yeah.
1: Um, I wouldn't advertise my Instagram so much. I do mostly <laughs> post on Facebook, and I kind of oh. forget about Instagram, and I'm really trying to <laughs> get out of that and <laughs> try <tried> to remember <laughs> like I even have messages in my Instagram and I'm like I'm sorry like three days later yeah. I'm like I don't even look at this so
2: that's <laughs> like us with the beating table uh, <laughs> yeah Instagram. <that's laughs>
3: yeah that's yeah, really. yeah never totally. check
1: it sorry um, so but yes uh Candice's canvases is the the title that I use I have a separate page from my own personal Facebook page and Instagram that I use just to post my artwork
0: awesome and then obviously those people who can also see you on Facebook your preferred platform. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Now, um, so obviously in the name Candice Canvases, like, can you kind of maybe talk a little bit about like where you started in your artwork? Because I mean, I know you're a painter, but I didn't know you were a painter before I knew you. Like, I knew you as someone who was taking beadwork classes. So can you kind of just like give us a little history about like how your art has progressed to who where it is you? now? Because you're award-winning artist. So let the audience know who you are. Yeah.
1: So um, I'm technically... I. It's hard. Like I don't really consider myself a painter. When I was in high school was when I really started experimenting with art, drawing and stuff like that. And then it just kind of like fell after after high school mm-hmm. and never really picked it up. And then one day I was just like sketching and then I started making like, you know, those earrings that everyone kind of had started making at that time with the cabs and stuff. And I'm like, what can I uh-huh. do different? You know, when I was just trying to figure out something different and I like drawing, but mm-hmm. like to paint detail, like there's no way that I can ever do what Margaret does in <laughs> terms of like the detailing stuff. So I was like, hmm, how can I kind of bring this to life mm-hmm. in another way? So I, um, I just drew up a thing and I'm like, ah, let me try and put it on a canvas and beat it and see mm-hmm. how it goes. And then in the beginning, like I was kind of like just experimenting with everything, right? Mm-hmm. So things were like really basic what I was doing Mm -hmm. and then I just started you know getting more comfortable and learning new skills and stuff and then taking risks and then it just kind of got bigger and bigger yeah and then like in the beginning I was only really basically painting the backgrounds white Mm -hmm. or like a solid color so it's only in the last maybe two years or so I'd say that I started like really experimenting with like blending colors and stuff Mm -hmm. for the background so
3: cool
2: yeah very cool that's I like how it because it does give you that different dimension. But then it's kind of like uh, as you go, you start to like what you said, like you start to see like, well, how can I say if you want to add like a shadow or mm-hmm. how do I add like like the blending almost, but not even in the paint, but with the beads, yeah. you know, where it's like you start to see different yeah. aspects of it and how to change it. And it's sometimes it's hard because you're limited to like I know. the beads can only do so much. The paint can only do, you know, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's always like, um yeah, you're always trying to figure out like, okay, how the hell do I like get the right angle or do mm-hmm. this? You know that yeah. kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and with this piece that was uh, submitted for Ganondagan this year, I actually like if you see it in person, the the closer up part of it are in size 11 beads, and then it, as it goes, it moves into
2: 15s. Oh, okay. Yeah, and smaller oh, beads to yeah. so kind of give the effect of like the smaller, yeah, mm-hmm. like in a distant, like yeah. the distancing. Oh, yeah. very cool, very cool. Actually, I didn't even catch that, like, because I, yeah. I was focusing on like the ones that were. Closer, I mm-hmm. guess I didn't realize that. I'll have to go back and like yeah. look at it. Yeah. But yeah, like when we were there, like you could see all like the sparklies mm-hmm. and like all the little beads, all like those 540. Yeah, beads <laughs> did you really to... count how many were on there? I did. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think it.
1: I might have counted like a couple, a couple times, but yeah. there was, I think I counted like 540. It would just like really piqued my curiosity and I had to do
2: it. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yeah, like if you haven't seen the the painting, you should check it out on her page, but it's beautiful. It's like uh there's a lot of um there's a lot of beads just to give like the effect of stars and stuff like that in the back. So you can see there's like multiple layers of beads everywhere and yeah, it was beautiful. Really nice piece. And you won, right?
1: Yeah. It got a third place ribbon. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, when I walked in, there was like a bunch of people kind of huddled in different parts, so then I looked down the wall and it was like oh, there's mine. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't get a ribbon. Like I came in not expecting anything. It was more mm-hmm. about just mm-hmm. having it showcased. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then we walked around and my mom's like, she smacked me on the arm. She's like, hey, you got a ribbon on there. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that where the people were huddled were kind of in front. But the one further down was like, looked like the same size, the same color, everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a nice surprise Yay! afterward. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Were you able to attend the first again that you had gone to? Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: well, because okay. at that time, the deadline to submit, like not, not submit the application, but to bring your actual piece was really closer to the deadline. And it was so large, that one, that I didn't. And I was like kind of uncomfortable mailing it. And I'm like, how am I even going to uh-huh. package this? So mm-hmm. we ended up driving up. I think it was the Thursday before it was due
3: Mm-hmm.
2: it
1: was due like on the Saturday. So we drove up and we just stayed the extra days. We dropped it off and then we just stayed until after the show.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I remember you were like so nervous and scared about sending that one, right? It was like there was a big, wasn't there a mix up with it
1: too? No, or... that was the one for uh, the Seneca Museum in the spring. Oh, yeah, I got okay, got stuck
0: okay, in okay.
2: Nashville for
1: like yeah. two days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So <laughs> yeah. Nerve wracking yes, for sure. Yes, very
2: fun times, but it Anybody is scary. Ever...
0: Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, if anybody ever sends anything anywhere, it's nerve wracking Mm -hmm. waiting to see if it arrives. How is it going to arrive? You know, like that's what I did. And I just received a piece, like the piece that I'm putting into a show for here. And my husband just sent it. And I said, buy a box, like buy the box that you just, it's like a box. It's already prepaid kind of thing. Mm -hmm. He sent it in a, one of those bubble wrap bags, like bubble wrap, like express envelopes. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God.
2: There's, like, no structure So, when to I it. saw it, I was
0: like, oh, God, it's going to be all bent and whatever. It yeah. wasn't, thankfully. But, you know, I can just see somebody throwing that bubble wrap thing yeah. and this purse yeah. just being squashed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Good so, thing your beadwork's so tight. Things... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was talking about that last night about tight beadwork. I told that girl, I go, nobody wants no loosey-goosey beadwork. Why do you think it's <laughs> tight?
3: It's <still> tight. <laughs> and so, yeah.
0: Right. But, yeah. So yeah I mean do you find that like because like your profession can we talk a little bit about what your profession is like outside of our industry yeah sure so uh,
1: my educational background is in um, social work Mm -hmm. so my everyday work is in social work I don't meet too much with clients anymore but I supervise a team of counselors so I'm Mm -hmm. constantly in that kind of that role of you know Hearing people's stories and you know trying to um, work in a in a helping manner, I guess
3: yeah.
0: Now, do you use your art as a way to like de stress from work, or is it two different things? Like, because like sometimes like one feeds the other, or one is just another way. It's just like it's almost like I shut that kind of canvas off and I turn this one on because it's like this is my passion. Or like, how does that like how do you balance work and art? Mm-hmm. Well, it's both.
1: So if in like my dream world, what I would be doing is my art. Uh-huh. But um, it really does bring me down. It keeps me grounded. It It's a de-stressor. Uh-huh. But I've also been able to like, luckily, with the type of work that I have, I've been able to share that a little bit with work. So in the spring, and I just finished one in uh, November. So I offered a bead therapy group through oh, no. work. So yeah, so I had, um, like a small group and we just did like a, a medallion. So
3: mm-hmm.
1: I tried to transfer to other people how the art of beadwork helps me to be calm and to stay grounded and to practice mindfulness. So um, mm-hmm. I've gotten really good feedback from that. So I'm hoping Ooh, that I'll cool. be able to continue that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. really good.
2: It's good for the team too, just for everyone just to kind of de-stress. I can't imagine like, like I use the services there, so I can't imagine like, <laughs> like, Sitting there all day listening to everybody's stuff constantly mm-hmm. and then like going home and being able to just shut that off, mm-hmm. you know, like it's heavy. It's yeah. my mother, and my brother have been in that type of work and I've seen how it affects them over the like over the years, you know, where my brother has like done it and then had to take months off. Just mm-hmm. to kind of, like, take a break.
1: Yeah, recharge.
2: Yeah, and for him even, like, he ended up having to get rid of Facebook because he's constantly bombarded, yeah. you know? So it's, like, that kind of thing. And it's hard. Like, when how can you say no to mm-hmm. people in distress, but when you're yourself, like, yeah. <laughs> totally burnt out? No how more?
1: do you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So I can just, that's a like really good initiative for people just to like learn another way to like yeah kind of be present and you know stay in the moment kind of thing. Yeah
1: and a lot of them have like we have to do an evaluation at the end but a lot of them have expressed their desire to continue and I've even had like people send me messages and they're like oh look I like I picked up this old thing or I started a pair of moccasins or whatever you know so it's really nice. Oh cool
0: oh that's so cool. Good. It really takes a special kind of person to work in the line of work that you do Mm Candice and and those who. Or yeah like anyone who are, is in that social work field that like youth protection those kind of things where you're really being trusted with all that stuff it really takes a, a, a different kind of person just like it takes a different kind of person to be a teacher like an mm-hmm, effective mm-hmm. really positive influence influential teacher but yeah so hats mm-hmm. off to you and I'm, I'm really glad that you're able to find just that everything that you just said like that groundingness and and, and I think regardless of what it is that your medium is or your like, you know, we were, I think we talked about one time about people who are journaling and do use that as their yeah. way, like creative, like creative writing and stuff like that. So it just shows that there's so many different things and so many different ways that we can take care of ourselves outside mm-hmm. of what it is we do every day. So, yeah, yeah, for helping take care of everybody in mm-hmm. got <laughs> yeah. and anywhere Yay! else that you might influence. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I so I, I also wanted to talk about Margaret. Yeah. You know, like we haven't <laughs> talked. On the podcast about your big winning. Oh, so, if anybody, if our listeners don't know, Margaret also won at Ganond again for her, her piece, for her first showing there, and she had mentioned on Facebook that she was going to bring it, and she brought it. And <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, let's talk Jamie, about a little bit, Jamie Jacobs. Jamie, yeah, yeah, Jamie Jacobs. <laughs> let's talk a little bit, like about what your piece was. I mean, we talked about we talked. We've been talking about it kind of over the podcast because we've been working on it like what was the name of it because I know you had to name it so what was the inspiration (laughs) for that what your feelings were because I saw what happened when you came in oh yeah but how did it feel to be the person receiving that so yeah so she won first a first place ribbon for her piece so Margaret the floor is yours tell us about your your experience
2: um yeah so I I I really I know a lot of people probably want to kick me in the head but I really didn't have any expectations for this like I really went in just whatever, like just for to get the exposure, just to display, just to have it out there. Like, of course, everybody wants to win. Like, that'd be great, too. It'd be a bonus, you know, but I really just went into it like, ah, let's just go. Like, I want it to I really want it to be in the presence of a lot of the different artists, Mm -hmm. too. Um, There were so many of them that I have uh, been following for so many years. So I'm like, it'll be awesome just to be there and like meet these people in real life for once, you know. So Uh when we walked in, I kind of got sidetracked. There was a a lady that I have on Facebook and like, I felt so bad because I don't always recognize the person. Like if she had her stuff holding her, her artwork, I probably would have known (laughs) who she was. You know what I mean? So I felt bad because she, she recognized me and she was like, hi. And I was like, hi, I'm sorry. What's your name? Like, I didn't, I didn't remember who she was or I didn't know who she was. And then she said, and then I saw her, I was like, okay, now I know, you know. So we started talking and at that point, Dagwa, her daughter and my daughter had already gone, like gone in. So my daughter came running and she was like, Ista, like, come here. So I went over to where they were standing and I went and then the moccasins and the, the medallion were sitting there and there was a ribbon. And it didn't even occur to me what ribbon. Like I just Mm -hmm. went in. I was like, Oh shit, there's a ribbon. Cool. And then when I got close, I was like, holy shit, it's first place. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And I started crying. But um I, I was really like, uh, you know, I was I was um kind of I was really grateful. I was shocked because um it was funny because I was talking with Michael later on and I said I was really shocked. I was shocked, like, because I really didn't have an expectation going into it. And he was like, But why? Like Why were you so nervous or scared? He's like, that's like a confidence thing. And I was like, I always thought myself as a confident person. But then I was like, but yeah, you're right. Maybe I don't have confidence or I don't
3: know. Yeah,
2: because I was just kind of like, I went into it thinking like, there are so many people here with beautiful pieces. Like, what the hell am I going up against? Like, that's, you know, so I really didn't have expectations because everything in there was so beautiful, you know? So yeah, I was really, really happy to see that. And then the bonus was selling the piece too. At the end, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yay!" Like, so yeah, the whole thing was. Um, and and in all honesty, the backstory of all of it was, um, I was really uh, like things were hectic. Like when at when at that deadline, I uh-huh. had just closed the, the shop, trying to do other things, get things ready, and whatever. That I almost, I almost didn't submit. I almost like just. Mm-hmm pulled it out actually because I was like I don't know if I'm going to meet this deadline and do I want to be like burning all my candles mm-hmm. right now trying to get this mm-hmm. this thing done you know and I'm like is it worth it like do I do it what do I do you know so there were a few moments where I was like you know what if it doesn't happen like I submitted it and I was like you know what if it doesn't get accepted then maybe I'll be better off for me like that's where I was mm-hmm. at at that point yeah yeah so I was
0: doing the towel which would have I been did, so yeah, disappointing and it, yeah <laughs> like but it's a good learning, right? Like, because I know yeah. you're going to talk about it now because.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just because there was so much going on at the time. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, it was just, it was a stressful, like everything else trying to juggle everything. So once it got in, once I got accepted, I was really happy. And then the other, <laughs> the other like part that people don't know, which is like, I'm not, well, it was a private thing. I was, but I didn't have the shop going and I wasn't doing that many classes I was almost dead broke. So right before the damn show, like the week before, I was literally almost crying. Like, I don't know if I can get to this damn mm-hmm. show because American exchange is so damn high. I'm not really yeah. working right now. I got bills to pay. I have shit to do. Like, so it's th-
0: like I have no business traveling. Yeah, right?
2: that's how I felt. But, you yeah. know, I was just like, and if worse came to worse, I was like, well, I might have to, you know, hit up my mother. Like, hey, Ma, like, can I borrow a <laughs> couple hundred bucks? Like, you know. So that's mm-hmm. like the reality of like being an artist and like trying to get to you know you see like oh my god she won but I was like yeah but you don't know the tears behind yeah. the backstory like where I was almost not going because because you know so yeah. there was like a lot of different little things going on behind the scenes doing Wait, one of the
0: wonder like go ahead okay go ahead no you go ahead doing, oh,
2: no I was just gonna say it was like um getting the whole process done though like once it was finished oh my god that feeling where you're like oh.
3: Like, (laughs) it's
2: done. Like, I don't have to work on this anymore. And I think that's, I don't know if every artist goes through this. I know a few of my friends do, but it's kind of like when you're working on a piece for so long, you like, I love that. I love those moccasins. I really did want to keep them even, but they weren't my size. (laughs) I did love them. But through the process towards the end, I was like, I'm so done with these things. Like, I don't want to look at them anymore. I just want them out of my face. Like, And you for a little while, you lose the magic and like the beauty of them Mm -hmm. because they just become like this redundant thing Mm -hmm. that you're constantly doing. And um, it was only once you finished and I was like, oh, okay, like they're done. I see the product now. Mm -hmm. I see the the, the finish line is there like it's done. So that kind of made it all worth it in the end. You know, I was like, "Okay, it's done. They're there. Like they got they got them. They're there. It's good. You know, so. Yeah. So that was kind of like the whole story of it all. I was. Um, but yeah, I was really, really, um, you know, excited and happy and surprised and whatever. It hey, what went... did
0: you call it? What did oh, you call them? I hate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> you don't do that. That's why I don't you, cause do cause that. I, I hate that. What you do. So I want
2: to ask you what you call them. I hate that part. Oh, yeah. yeah I, well, because even that, I was like, I think me and Doug were texting and because we were both trying to fill out the application. I think hers was oh, okay. already in, but I was asking her questions like, well, what did you do for this? Like, how the hell did you do this part? And I'm like, oh, yeah. what do I got to do? I'm like, now I got to name it. It needs a name. And she's like, well, what are you naming? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, I hate doing this part. So I put it as like the Gray Spaces. I think that's, I don't even remember. That Christ. sounds. What is it? The Gray Spaces? <laughs> yeah, Christy. I don't even oh, remember. that's
0: nice. That's a good name. I yeah. like it because it, that's what
2: it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it like kind of like. It it was funny because, like, all of the emotional stuff that I had been going through before that, that's mm-hmm. basically what it was. I was learning that, like, everything is not just black and white. Mm-hmm. There are gray spaces. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, that's what it's going to be called because that's exactly what we've been going through. And, like, so... It was just fitting and it wasn't super hokey pokey. It was like, and it fit with, <laughs> what it was. So I was like, okay, I can live with that. Right hokey with pokey. I yeah. have that written yeah. in my notes for
1: one of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's oh, funny. My
3: God.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was my experience. I, what I really loved about this whole uh, experience was that I got to experience it with my daughter. And mm-hmm. with Dagwa and her daughter, and they got yeah. to see
3: mm-hmm.
2: the magic of all of this, and and they were so funny. Like they were going around, they I'm were taking. Ch- I hope. Yeah, yeah, they were. They, They're were. They, yeah, excellent. they were. They were. I love that. It was so nice. My daughter had taken pictures of like some of her favorite things, and she took really nice pictures. She posted it on her Instagram, mm-hmm. and just stuff like that. So they got to experience that that um, like the art world, you know, and. Yeah. uh we just made like a weekend of it and it was really nice for them to, to be part of that. And my daughter was so funny, like, because she wanted to take a picture of my stuff. And she, <laughs> I, I was talking with, with another artist and she's like, Ista, Ista. She's like, I got to talk to you. I was like, oh, "Um, OK, I'm like, hang on, like, give me a minute, you know, and she's like, OK. So finally, she's like, Ista, she's like, your your moccasins are off center. She's like, I'm trying to take a picture. They're not. So I'm like, OK, I said, I'll fix it. Like, so it's like those little things that like mm-hmm.
0: that And she picked up she Yeah, knows. yeah,
2: like um yes. so she has like an eye for that. So yeah, so we went there, we adjusted it and like fixed it and centered it and then I noticed, oh my God, like I shouldn't wrap myself out, but <laughs> my God. No, so, don't well I didn't <laughs> I'm gonna say it because I didn't notice, okay. but like on there somewhere there was a little, a little piece of freaking dog hair. I was like, oh, oh my okay. oh. god. No, I wasn't like anything oh, bad, okay. but I was like Fuck, like they're on display. I got a ribbon. And I'm like, there's goddamn Georgia hair on. Them. <laughs> I was like, I'm so embarrassed. To the spice. But yeah, rice and all. I'm standing there trying to pick it off. And people are looking at me because you're not supposed to touch. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's mine either. So I was like trying to pick it off. I'm like, oh my God, there's fucking dog hair on it. Uh, award-winning moccasins with dog hair on. <laughs> dog hair on them. Yeah, it was George's like, good luck charm. Yeah, I got it. there you go. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get that off." Oh so, yeah, so that was fun. It was nice. It was a really nice experience, though. I enjoyed Ooh, the awesome. the whole thing of it all. Yeah,
0: yeah. I really like that. Like that transfer. Like you said, like the experience that you have with your daughter, and then having it to be shared with another mother who has a daughter there yeah because a lot of times what happens is that we have experiences with our kids and sometimes we don't necessarily know sometimes because sometimes our kids don't really tell us like what it was like Mm -hmm. but when they have somebody else then they'll talk and then they'll then maybe the other child will talk to their parent and then the parent will talk to you and so you get to have like a more like a, a more lived experience and more memories like you know like it's not just you and her it's like this this whole like Mm a circular kind of thing that goes on it's really good yeah it was it was a good time
2: it was really nice like at one point we were standing there and uh (laughs) we were being like weirdos like we were just standing around and like kind of standing around pieces like like people we knew and we're and it was the next day so there was the the public was in there It wasn't just the artists anymore Uh so we're standing there and I'm like Listening to what they're saying about it, I was like trying to eavesdrop. Like, about your, about <laughs> not your just not just my stuff about everybody's. Like, I was standing. I think it was I was standing next to yours. Actually, you're. Uh, oh God! Yeah, but they. It was nothing bad. But I was like, do do do. Like my ears were growing. <laughs> I was like, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So me and my daughter were standing there and like, and, but, and it was good. Like, it was nice to hear those kind of things. Like somebody was saying like how beautiful your piece was and like, they really loved how intricate and tiny the beads were, you know, to get that oh. amount of detailing on it and like for a, a smaller piece. And so, and then there was somebody uh, hanging around my spot and I was like floating over. I was like, <laughs> let me go and like listen, because they don't know who the artists mm-hmm. are. My face yeah. is attached to it. So I'm like, yeah. sad. <laughs> Me And I was like, do-do-do, waiting, trying to hear. But, yeah, so we were doing that, too, so that was fun. So, But it is. It's, like, that's it's nice. interesting to be a fly on the wall and hear different opinions and critiques mm-hmm. from, and some of them may or may not be artists. So it, that's interesting, yeah. too, to hear, yeah. you know? So, yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Oh,
0: so good. And your piece. Oh, goodness. I thought you were going to, I was hoping you were going to forget. No, no. No, no. Come on. Well, I I think it's like the same, like you both said, like you, you don't really go in thinking anything Like I had no expectation. Like I I had mentioned, I think before on the, I'm not sure if I mentioned on the podcast before, but I started two weeks before the deadline to finish, to do that from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Aside from the fact that like, I didn't make the cradle board. My daughter did years, uh, a few years ago, but yeah, like I had no expectation of going and, and no expectation of actually like being, getting anything. And I, and, and, you know, and I think what I really wanted to experience is just being around other Haudenosaunee artists, like where it's only Haudenosaunee artists who are part of the show, and just to see like the diversity in the arts and different things, and and maybe get to talk to some people because I don't really, like I said, like I I just like you two, like we don't really kind of hang out in those spaces, really, you mm-hmm. know, like we might know each other and we're all artists, but we kind of know we're some kind of from the same place and kind of thing, but we don't, I don't talk to other people about. Mm-hmm like Hoden Ushuni art or yeah I don't talk to other people about Hoden art as I'm a small group of people I know so that was really nice and I, I think kind of like going off of what you said about experiencing it with your family I think for myself like I brought my husband and my two younger sons and um, that was nice like you know like it was different so they kind of saw what I was do, like I did and I didn't really hang out with them like you know like they went through the, the museum first and then I went through it a second time and I talked to other people and whatever kind of thing and then they would do their thing and all that kind of stuff at the opening and then we also made like a week out of it but we also went back the next day during the day to go to see the museum because we had never been to the Ganondagan historic site before so we went and we looked around and my husband went and uh, walked with my son on the trails there Mm -hmm. there's a big trail in the back a hiking trail and my son, I think, my older son uh, spent, I think, two and a half hours. The whole time we were there, he was out on the trail in the rain. Like, that's his vibe. Like, he likes to be out there looking around. He went all over, like, mm-hmm. really, really, he had an enjoyable time there. And, and my husband came back in, and he met up with a friend, Michael, Michael Galbin, and they ended up talking. And, and my youngest son and I were in there in the in the main museum checking things out. And when we went back to meet up with my husband, him and Michael were talking, and it was just like, that's what I like. I like mm-hmm. to hear when my husband has the opportunity to talk to other people who have that history mm-hmm. who know like all kinds um, of different yeah. things and and they ha and they've all they've read the same like obscure historical <laughs> books that I would know nothing about, and that's yeah. not my realm and I really like to see that's what I really enjoy i mean before it sometimes could be a little bit more um like time consuming in the sense where I would be just standing around like trying to figure out what I could do because it really didn't pique my interest at the time. My kids were younger. And for me, it was just like, oh, like, you know, you're going to be talking for a long time. Let me try to like busy myself with something, but mm-hmm. sometimes you're not able to. But now because I'm in a different space and I, my children are older, I have a chance to really appreciate him and his time that he gets. So mm-hmm. I think, yes, winning an honorable mention ribbon was nice. It really was. And I haven't been to Ganondagan before, but I have entered in the Ganondagan market in 2020 when it was the virtual market. Mm -hmm. so I know what it's like to enter that that show but I don't know what it's like to be at the show and being there is a lot different than just sending your piece in and not being able to experience it kind Mm -hmm. of thing and because you really get to talk to people and I got to talk to like Michael and I talked to him and I think he is although he's not Hodor Shuni he is a wealth of knowledge in that regard and he I just really value his opinion so when he helped like when he kind of critiqued my work and talked about it I really appreciated that and that was I think more substantial and feeding than the actual ribbon because I got to talk to somebody who I thought was a real like master in his craft in his mm-hmm. knowledge and really I got to like really like yeah like I appreciate that and so like that kind of part is what I really I really enjoyed but mm-hmm. yeah like it's always nice to get a ribbon yeah and my piece is sitting in Kahnawake <laughs> I wanted to bring it back to here in Oneida so I could have um, it displayed for my art show but it's too big so I got to bring it back at Christmas time so. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but I wanted to give a shout out to Michael and everybody at the Ganondagan for like making it such a beautiful experience for all of us mm-hmm. and for like really um you know, like it was it was really nice to see, like you said, that the the different the, the different art that was there and the ribbons that a very a lot of didn't a, a a lot of who got, you know, mm-hmm. like there was Gugui Dana, she got best of show for her Victorian lamp, mm-hmm. beaded, raised beadwork. There was Dagwahawi the Daibo who got honorable mention for beadwork. And then there was Adriana. She's not a Gunawagarono, but she is a Gunawagarono, just like me. Like, we're not really from Gunawagarono, but mm-hmm. we live in Gunawagarono. So, my cousin Adriana Poulette, she put in a beautiful, mm-hmm. oh my God, a right. beautiful quill work piece. Yes. And a little bit God. of bee work, very little, but that was like stunning. And the color, it I, was... like, that's what, like, we, we talked about that. Like, the color of it was just, that was like, it was excellent. So, it yeah. Was so, shout that out to piece,
2: her. I was like, like, what the hell I want? I I was, like, contemplating my my winning money and, like, sh- I should hit her up. Like, hey, Addy. Like, <laughs> hey, you got it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was
0: that, that yellow for so me. It was the so yellow nice. in there that got me. But, yeah. Yeah. But you
2: that was like beautiful.
0: that more like that brown, purple looking kind of quill that she had there. Right?
2: All, the, the whole thing of it all, like, it, it was like yeah. there was color, but everything was very subdued and very neutral. Like, that's totally me. And it was just, like, I loved the repetitiveness of the pattern. Like it was just clean and classy and Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god like just the tiny little detailing like um the front of it It had like almost like a tiny little scallop that went up like on the leather part like the way it was cut like the Uh repetitiveness of like the horse hair Uh around the edges i was just like oh my god this is me like (laughs) i need this piece like yeah so no that was a really i to me i was like that needed a ribbon man like i love that piece like I don't know how they judge because I can imagine it's extremely difficult, like, sure. to to go through it, like, to really go and look at, like, they must have some kind of a criteria, like, to mm-hmm. a guideline, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would not be able to to do that, like, or probably I would, but it'd, it'd be really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, how the hell do you decide? Like, yeah. you know, even between, like, like, in my, in the beadwork division, I was looking at it and it's, like, the second place winner. I can imagine between mine and hers, there was a major discussion. Discussion. Yeah. Because
0: like you have to rally as to what, like yeah. I've been a judge before. You have to really like sell why you, like if one judge likes the one thing compared to the other, you yeah. really have to sell why it is like really critique it. and Yeah. Really, and really look yeah. at
2: all like little different things because like between mine and hers, like the artist's name is uh, Deo Elijah. She is, uh, she goes under mm-hmm. Shaking Reeds. But her piece, she had a fully beaded outfit, the skirt, mm-hmm. everything that that yeah. piece was amazing. The coloring, the the whole structure mm-hmm. of everything. So I was like, holy shit, like that's and that's what I meant about, like going up against different mm-hmm. artists and like the amount of work that was on there. So, you know, seeing that I, I was really, really thankful to have won because I was like, shit, I went up against that, you know, so I can't imagine how, how they have to decipher what and, and what little details pushes one to first or second, you know? So yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a rough job. So, but yeah, like it was really, really, um, all of the pieces out there were like outstanding. Like I kind of fangirled a little bit. I had seen, um, I met, uh, I just recently, I think he added me, what's his name? Hayden Haynes. Haynes. Yeah. Yeah. He was under Hayden's (laughs) antlers but his yeah, work too is I like know. oh my god Phenomenal. yes yeah. like um so if people don't know he does carvings on um antler yeah on antlers i have to like check and look at more of all of, all of his work but yeah like it's so detailed and it's like so yeah. beautiful like so yeah i had talked with him so i was like hey oh my god like it's nice to meet people finally like in real life you know like you see what people are doing on instagram but you don't know
3: Mm -hmm. you know
2: much about them so yeah Yeah. so it was nice to meet meet up with uh, a whole bunch of people bruce boots was there he's uh the artist that did my Mm -hmm. (laughs) my paint my portrait but we've become friends in a sense because we've seen each other um here like often actually like At different markets so we always like hey how's it going how are you doing you know that kind of thing it's almost Uh like a artist check-in like Mm -hmm. how are how's your stuff going you know how are how's things so he was there uh i believe he his piece won third place as well i had seen i had finally met victoria ransom is another uh artist she's a painter so she was there. She, I believe she she won too. So Agus Night had a, like a major mm-hmm. a amount of, of people uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, a lot of them were there in person. So it was nice to meet everybody yeah. and, you know, chit chat and stuff like that. So yeah, that was nice. But um, we just
0: like to, oh, go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. I was okay, just going to say, uh, maybe we can move into
0: our questions. Yes, our yes, questions. So I wanted to, because this is like heading into the new, the midwinter, some people celebrate New Year whatever, whichever is, is cool, whatever, but I want to ask some questions. So I gave the, the questions to the and to Candice earlier last night so that they could have an idea of what to say. Cause it's really like, it's a little bit more thought provoking, I think, than just a rapid fire. So my first question was, what was your most creatively challenging experience of 2023? Who would like to begin? Go ahead. you no. <laughs> eyes are like way like, no. deeper in the headlights right now, so I'll go. You're um, gonna go, or I'm gonna go. No, no, you I can, can go. go. Yeah, yeah, no, you can go. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's um, it's gonna be a little bit repetitive, I guess, from uh, what I spoke about earlier. But um, again, just the challenge of putting so much time and energy into a piece, and then scrapping it, having to <laughs> accept that it's just not going to happen and Mm -hmm. just to let it go and move on to something else. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So I feel like that was, um, that was challenging for me, but also to, you know, to teach myself the lesson that like, okay, tone it down. If you only have like a short amount of time, like we're not shooting for the stars here and we're not going to try something super completely out of your normal realm and try and get it done, you know? So yeah, that was uh, like, I guess that was the learning piece. (laughs) One of the learning pieces from that challenge.
2: And go. me, or are you?
0: I can go if you want. Go ahead. <laughs> so I think the most creatively challenging experience for me was actually applying for this residency that I'm in mm-hmm. now, just because the application process really took me out of my comfort zone. And I am, I suffer from that kind of thing where I know I have to do something. It has to do with like calling somebody or like writing somebody. I really, I really don't like that. Like I, it's not even it's not a negative thing. I just don't like the follow through of that kind of thing. Like, I have great ideas, but the administrative part of it all, I'm not really 100%. I'm not good at it at all, really. So it's it ends up either me right at the last minute, trying to hit, hit a deadline, or I just let it go. And I don't do it, you know, which is not good, because if it's some very important, then you kind of just let it fall from the wayside. So that's one of my challenges. So creatively, I had to do like an artist statement and all that kind of stuff, which I never did. So Writing, like that creative writing part was really a challenge for me this year. So mm-hmm. so I'm glad I did it because now I have it and I can tweak it for other things that I need. But getting there was a, really difficult. So that was my biggest challenge for mm-hmm. this year.
2: For me, I would say like, I hate to always, I always sound like, oh, like life is so hard. It, it's not, you know, I don't want to portray myself as that. But this year we did have a difficult year. Like personally, I had some struggles that I had to deal with and help, help people through certain things. So for me, my I guess most difficult thing was trying to be creative when we were in a, a really rough s- space for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, when you're emotionally exhausted, when you're physically exhausted, like it's hard to give anything, you know? So we went a few months where I I just really couldn't do anything and it was like it was a struggle to kind of like commit any time to to my art, you know? So I think that for me, it was just trying to kind of have some kind of a fire going and not just let everything go. Mm -hmm. Because it's like it it, in in a lot of ways, like my art is my uh, my support system, Mm -hmm. I guess, or my my Mm -hmm. my downtime. So, yeah. So I think that for me this year, that that was the hardest thing was just to try to stay motivated and try to um, have some. I don't know, like. Some energy to do it, I guess, and and keep going, you mm-hmm. know, even when uh, I just want to go to bed, you know, that kind of thing. So, I would say for me that was what it was. It had not to do with the art part. It was just, you know, where where I was. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that.
0: Cool. Oh, well, yeah, for sharing that. Sometimes it's hard to share our, our challenges. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm so Nia for that. But my second question is: What project of 2023 that you created are you most impressed with?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'd have to say my moccasins, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just uh, the whole the whole thing of it. I
0: And even now,
2: it's funny, like I still like there's still parts of it where I was like, shit, I wish I would have done this mm-hmm. a bit different. I wish yep. I could have. It's kind of like what you were saying about like, OK, let's try something brand new, like when you have like an hour to do it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like So that's kind of how I felt a little bit with the cuffs of those moccasins, like as much as everybody loved them. I I had more in mind for them Mm -hmm. that didn't get to um, be executed. So I I am most proud of them, though. Like I added, I I really wish I could have done a bit more quill work on them, but I was happy that I incorporated a little bit more, even Mm -hmm. though it was minimal. But yeah, so I would say those were like a a labor of love. And Mm -hmm. I really liked, I still liked how they came out. Mm -hmm. So and I still have ideas for something new, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know. Awesome. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you, Candice.
1: <laughs> um, I'd have to say it's a toss-up between um, her medicine that I had submitted to uh, Seneca. So that one, I feel mm. like I'm most impressed with the beadwork part of mm-hmm. it. But I'm most impressed with like the painting and the like the illusion, I guess, that the journey home mm-hmm. kind of gave mm. in that sense. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's really nice. That's good. Unleash. I think for myself, I think it's just just. It's uh, the outfit I made for my daughter for her graduation Mm -hmm. from start to finish. Like I did uh, everything. So, you know, just being able to fulfill that like responsibility. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional, but I'm not going to (laughs) cry. Just that responsibility of like, that's one of the reasons why I started beadwork is because I wanted my kids to be able to be dressed in their best clothes. Mm -hmm. And so just to be able to do that for her and how and how she wanted it to be was that's just I think that's the most thing I'm impressed of was 2023. I was able to do it. Good job to get it done yeah well thank you so looking towards the future what is your creative goal for 2024 Mm. margaret we'll start with you oh lord uh
2: yeah i don't know well my son's graduating hopefully hopefully he's graduating in the spring so trying to get his stuff done oh my god my other thing so i'm so damn excited so this I think is going to be like insane but my daughter decided that she would like to smoke dance. Oh cool. She is a bit nervous but hopefully you know she she'll do it but even if she doesn't she'll have the outfit and she can wear it to guno too so it's it's not mm-hmm. like uh, I'm just making it for nothing you know. But yeah, so she decided to dance and oh. but that means now she needs an outfit. That means she needs beadwork and I could she could use her um her grad stuff that I had, uh, I had done for her last two years ago. But the colors are different, what mm-hmm. she wants to do. And yeah. it like, it's different, different. Like, we're not, we can't, I guess we could, but we're not going to. <laughs> so well,
0: that, and the, the velvet is like beige. You know, like, yeah, you right,
2: that like oh ah, my God. Yeah, ah, true. It's like, what? like yeah, whoo, it's yikes. all white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going a different direction now with it. And uh, so I am excited. So I'm starting to get that like, oh yeah, but then I was like, My God, I got to start it now. So I was already like messaging Grant, harassing him like, hey, I need like, (laughs) I need enough velveteen for her skirt. Mm -hmm. I need it for her leggings and then everything else, you know, Um, the color we chose because I'm a hoarder and I have like a lot of velveteen, but not enough of like the pieces that she needs. Mm -hmm. So the one that we ended up choosing, the it's not the um, he doesn't have access to that one right now. Like, I think he bought it somewhere else. What color was it? It's a dusty bluish, but it's not like the one that I usually use. It's something else that I had. It's, yeah, it's a little bit brighter, but so anyways, actually, I forgot to get back to him. So I have to get back to him. He sent me swatches, like a picture of different colors that I can, uh, that he can, he can get out in New York. So yeah, so I have to get on that though, because I was like, over December, like, that doesn't give me, it's in July, our powwow. I don't know if she wants to try other ones like I had a before ours. So yeah, uh-huh. it doesn't, it may sound like, yeah, I got six months, but not really. Or seven months, I don't really, yeah. you know. So <laughs> on top of my stuff, my son's grad stuff. So oh, that's yeah. probably going to be my biggest hurdle this um this coming year is to get their stuff completed on top of other things I've promised other people. <laughs> so yeah. So I have a, a, a packed... uh season coming up i would say yeah anyone
1: else and
0: Candace yours uh for what is your me? goal creative goal
1: yeah so i was really inspired at Ganondigan to see how many artists did like things in two different categories or three different categories you know yes. and i'm like i i feel like i really need to to experiment a little bit with mm-hmm. like different things and like i've done um the vase and the the purse class with uh margaret but i feel like mm-hmm. I, I'm always so focused on doing what I do because the short amount of time that I have, that's uh-huh. what I invest my time in. And I'm like, oh, do I really have time to mm-hmm. learn something new? Uh-huh. But my goal is to really push myself to try something new and, you know, to to experiment in that way. So one day maybe I'll have
2: something in two different categories. Yeah. Oh, my God. So i sorry, I have to cut cut uh, you off, Leith, but uh, I know it's your no, turn. No, no, go ahead. I wa- it's okay. I it was so, so funny because like what you're saying too, when I got there, I was like, all right, where else am I putting shit in?
3: Like, <laughs>
2: I was like, okay, I can do beadwork. Maybe I'll put something in just the painting. Then I'm like, then I'll do it in the 2D. I'm like, for the painting and beading, I'm like, shit, I'm gonna have shit everywhere. <laughs> so me too, I was like, oh my God, like, because
3: yeah, there's so many
2: different mixed medias yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm going to try to, I'm like, Chris, I'll put a whole outfit in. <laughs> I better start now for like four years. <laughs> yeah, But yeah, me too. I have that, like that uh, inspiration to mm-hmm. try to have like multiple um, pieces in different, different categories. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I'll see if I can ever do that. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, <laughs>
1: it's more, it's more about like just expanding, right? Mm-hmm. expanding your yeah. skill and whatever. Like that's the way that I see it. And Lise too is mm-hmm. inspirational. You know, I see her, um, well, I'm talking in the third person, but I, I see your uh, Instagram <laughs> posts and like with your residency oh. and you're trying all new things. And I'm like, oh, that's so yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think I commented on one of your things. I'm like, I want to be like you when I grow <laughs> up, you know? So yeah. Well,
0: you can apply for the residency. The application deadline is January 15th. Don't like let my work hear like that me. now. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> But yeah, well, yeah, well, that's. I mean, thank you for that. I mean, that's kind of why I want to that's kind of I think that's what I kind of want my creative goal is because I don't teach often. And so my goal is to be able to teach a little bit more people. Mm. And also to apply for different shows that are not the normal ones that I go to. So there's one I wanted to apply for. So I'm going to try to do that. And hopefully I get in. But yeah, if not, then no big deal. But yeah, so one of the things i want to do for creatively for myself so i have to, like to, sorry go ahead no just to do more to try to get more experiences out of this residency that's really what is my creative drive so it has nothing to do with actually doing the all the tons of b projects i have to do my god mm-hmm. but it has to do with just being able to feed that part of me that i know might not be able to be fed once i get back to the realities of my life you know of real life so yeah
3: mm-hmm
2: and for me, yeah, like another part that I was just kind of juggling with the idea of like this past month, taking time off and uh, kind of reexamining, I guess, my my um, my shop, my job, like my multiple mm-hmm. jobs that I uh, try to juggle. Yeah. But this year I kind of started evaluating like realistically business, personal, like what. What I can kind of start letting go of, what I want to focus more on. So this uh-huh. year I kind of decided that I think, I don't want to say it completely, but I think I'm going to be letting go of like teaching um, beadwork. Uh-huh. I'm not uh-huh. going to be doing it as uh, as much as I as I was before.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And it's not because I don't like it. Like I, I still love it. I still enjoy doing it. But between that, teaching painting and um I'm trying to do my own stuff mm-hmm. and the store yeah. sometimes it's it's mm-hmm. too much you know so and then I find what has been happening in the past like year or so is that um my art is is suffering for it because I'm I'm too tired or I don't have the time mm-hmm. like everything has to get focused to doing the store or then I have classes or I have to you know so mm-hmm. the bulk of of teaching I think takes up like a lot of time because then you you have to dedicate like yeah. weeks to to classes and things like that and it may sound like, okay, well, it's only two hours a week or whatever, but there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of uh, focus that has to go into it. Mm-hmm. So I do have, I still have a few classes that I have already planned that are going to happen in the new year. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to be doing as much as I used to be where I was doing like two or three classes a week, mm-hmm. you know, so. A lot. Yeah. So I think that for me right now, I'm, I'm taking a step back. And, and it's a responsibility. Sometimes I feel responsible or I feel like because I've been teaching or because I beat or like I have to share that knowledge, I have to teach other people. So there's mm-hmm. a, a responsibility that I felt like I had to uphold. And right now I'm like, I I can't give that right now. Or I am I'm, I'm uh, I would like to give people my art because that's what people are asking for more of. And I don't have the mm-hmm. time. Like everyone's like, oh my God, can I get moccasins? Can I get a medallion? Can I? And I'm like, sorry, I can't. I'm mm-hmm. teaching everybody else how to do it, you know? So I think that's where um, this year I'm going to take a, a bit of a step back and, and start trying to produce my own stuff again and get that out there, you know.
0: Good for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. I actually have a class this weekend. I'm teaching 20, pe- 20 people how to do center seam moccasins. In Oneida, in oh, the coast, nice. So. That'd be interesting. So tomorrow I have to really, <laughs> really narrow down my pattern, like how I would like add the seam al- uh, add the seam allowance and all that stuff for any, any size. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I got to do that all tomorrow.
2: Hmm. Oh, fun time!
0: Yeah, but it will be okay. So I wanted to ask some rapid fire questions. So the first thing that comes to your mind, this is like how it works, right? So the first question is, and we'll go in order. I'll ask Candice first, and then it'll be Margaret, and then maybe Margaret will start the next one or whatever. Okay. So first question is not too crazy. Do you have a designated workspace, or do you work from different areas in your home? Candice,
1: designated usually my living dining space.
2: It's all together. Margaret. Uh my kitchen!
0: So you have a designated space.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, same thing. I have a designated. I have designated spaces throughout my house. <laughs>
2: yeah, me too. Like I have an art room that I don't use. Same. Yeah, <laughs> I destroy my, my kitchen. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Same, same.
0: What is okay? So today, Tegorhiako. What is your most important task today?
2: Uh, I have a shitload of stuff today. I have to teach two other classes after I leave here.
0: Hmm.
2: I'm teaching all day.
0: Okay, Hi, <laughs> isn't as fast forward as that. For me, I have <laughs> that's
1: to, a lot. I have to finish uh, a wampum belt for my uh, wampum class.
0: Cool. Oh, I heard about that. People are doing that. Yeah, I heard that's really good. And for myself today, my most important task is beating. That's what my person does. So mm-hmm. I have to do is beading. How are you feeling right now?
2: Uh, stressed out because of these questions. I'm
0: <laughs> oh <my God>, like, <laughs> I don't know what to say.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm pretty, uh, pretty OK. I'm like chill and cool. And yeah, just. I got a lot of shit to do today.
3: <laughs> Candice, i about you. Fire. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because well, well. you keep talking. It's yeah. Like, you
3: know.
0: <laughs> Candace, how are you feeling t- right now? I'm good. I'm optimistic. Excellent. And I'm content. Hmm. Lovely. Candace, texting or talking? Texting. It depends. She yes. uh, so said,
2: I, what did oh, you say? shut up. She said, t- oh, and wait, what'd you say? Texting. <laughs> texting.
0: You said texting? Margaret.
2: Uh, both i don't know fuck <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need context oh my God. yeah
2: there's a, i have i guess talking because i have a story for all of it now
0: i say talking i rather talk than text
2: yeah depends with who what, well i don't
0: mind yeah i get yeah yeah i hear you some you're a doubter. but yeah okay so the next one is favorite day of the week margaret fridays Candace.
2: saturday you
0: for me it's i think it's a wednesday now really <laughs> Because I'm not a nine to five, five days a week kind of gal. So Mm. Wednesday's a good day. Actually, any day is a good day. Today woke up at eight o'clock. But yeah, whatever. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret, did you have a childhood nickname? Like maybe a sweet name, like maybe your mother or father called you or anybody?
2: No, everyone just calls me Degaru.
0: Like that is a nickname.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like my name shortened. But uh, yeah, like anybody who has grown up with me or my like very close family, they all call me Degaru.
1: Okay. Candace? Yes. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how, but for some reason my brother got Dougalaw out of Do- Candace. <laughs> so that's what he used to call me. So my f- and, and to this day some people in my family will still call me Doog or Doogie. <laughs> yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. That's yeah. So interesting. Oh my yeah.
0: god. Dougalaw. Dougalaw.
3: Dougalaw. That's funny. Yeah
0: and some people my mother and some of my relatives here in Oneida and other places would call me leafy 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 and i think it's because it's like i don't know what it is like i don't know but i met um it was kind of like a heartening and like kind of sad thing at the same time but i met one of my cousins i guess well he's i guess i don't even know how i would say it. he anyway i met one of my cousins she was she ends up being my cousin because i think of her family anyway regardless anyway but I was in her wedding when she married my cousin. And when she saw me, she goes, oh, leafy quack. And I was just like, oh, my God, I haven't heard that in like decades. Like, you know, so it's so hurting. But yes, people used to call me leafy quack. <laughs> so, oh <my> God. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. so Margaret, what book are you reading or listening to currently?
2: Oh, like a thousand of them. I have a bad habit of uh, starting books and then leaving them and then jumping to another one.
0: Are you a reader or a listener? I'm a reader. Okay. Candace, are you reading or listening to any kind of book right now?
1: Yeah, I'm in between two. So Atomic Habits and In My Own Moccasins. I really like memoirs.
0: Hmm. Oh, cool. And you're a reader or you're a listener?
1: I really love physical, but um, I don't have the time. So I've been listening while mm. reading.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And I am currently, I'm not a reader. I'm a listener. I do know how to read, but I don't (laughs) find the enjoyment as a lot of people. But I am currently uh, listening to The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. He's a music producer extraordinaire. And so I'm listening to his book and it's really good. And my brother actually bought me the book. So I'm listening to it now and he's the one who is doing the voiceover. And then I'm going to re-listen to it and read it with the book because there's things that I heard I'm like oh my god I would love to write that like you know how they you scribble in the yeah. in the in margins the book, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that once and I actually found the book that I did that to it I'm going to do the same thing re-listen to it again but yeah so right now I'm listening to the creative act, act by Rick Rubin so uh Candice do you like spicy cuisine or spicy food cuisine I can you tell I cuisine? got that word from the internet <laughs> <laughs> Cuisine. You, like cuisine, cuisine you like spicy cuisine you like spicy food. you like spiky spicy shit
1: no. <laughs> the taste of it yes my body doesn't like the spicy though
0: okay <sighs> <laughs> margaret how about you yes i
2: like you spicy
1: like spicy shit
2: yeah. i like spicy shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> and myself i don't mind it but i can't do like crazy spice. Mm. Mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah, like I gets so, to a point where you're sweating and I'm not into that. <laughs> like, I don't want to be sweating and like can't taste my taste buds anymore. But I like spicy. So here's
0: a, here's a little bit a deeper one is what one word would you want people to associate with you, Candace? No. <laughs>
1: You started with her the whole time and left me to the, to the hard one. Is it because
0: of my profession? No, <laughs> no actually, i even that. But let's, let's evaluate that.
2: <laughs> let's break that down.
0: Um, this is a safe space. <laughs> it actually is, so, you know.
2: You know, with us and like uh, thousands, thousands of other, other people.
0: people. <laughs>
2: Everyone else is going to listen in.
1: Um, I think I'd have to say genuine.
0: Oh, hmm. good one. Yeah. Okay, you Margaret, go ahead. <laughs> me, I think I wanted, I wanted, I was toiling with kind and honest, but I'm not 100% sure. This is like a reflection just now is that I'm not 100%. I'm 100% honest with people I should be, you know what I mean? So I think kind, because even if I'm not 100% honest with you, I'm still going to be kind to you. So yeah, so I think kind. Yeah. Yourself, Margaret?
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, honestly. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want to look at me as. (laughs) (laughs) I might be different to everybody else. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer.
0: Your, your, what's the word that you want people to associate with? Like, so maybe another question would be what, (laughs) what characteristic do you value most in a relationship? Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. Really search the internet. What you want to That's I know. usually what you, I mean, that's not a question. That's a question that I thought of after I read this, but that's something <laughs> that usually you want to see in yourself because that's something that you want to attract. You know what I mean? Like kind of mm-hmm. how that works. So I want to be around kind. I really want to be around kind and genuine people. So I have one genuine and I'm kind. So, Margaret, <laughs> what
2: about you? I guess peaceful.
0: Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Very kind, <laughs> genuine, peaceful. That's us. That's what we're going to call our next podcast. <laughs>
3: mm,
2: lovely. Okay,
0: so the next one is a deep one.
2: Oh, so, God. Deeper than this.
0: <laughs> deeper than this. This is really getting. And the last one is a funny one. So, you know. I right. think it's just because people really I, I think it's like we have to bring in the seriousness sometimes and we have to like, you know, give a safe space to what we want to talk about at the beating table. And I think this is a question I'm gonna answer the first. I'm gonna answer first just to give you the time to think about it is what is one thing that can shake your self confidence?
2: Everything. No.
0: <laughs> and I will say and my and I asked this last night in the group and I said myself. That's the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Because I talk to myself more than anybody ever talks to me. And what somebody says to me, I can determine whether that shakes me or not. It's not actually them saying anything. It's mm-hmm. how I interpret what they're talking to me about. So I mm-hmm. think myself, myself, I can shake myself confidence mm-hmm. Who wants to go next?
2: You just said it. No.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And the wise uh, bead Yoda. Bead Yoda. <laughs>
2: Beota, 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 Shut up, Beota, 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 that's gonna be her new nickname, Beota, yo, yeah. Beota, Beota, Oh my god, I'm gonna draw a song later and put that on, Beota,
0: i are gonna
1: have a beaded
0: medallion, Beoda. like a female, Beota, Beota, and she, oh, oh my god. god you know what <laughs> I mean, i'm gonna go and hopefully nobody gets offended by this but she has to have like a beaded little headband yeah and earrings like you know like like i mean i don't oh know they're like, talking god. about like smoke dance and power dancers like you know how they always i've never been able to do that like you know where they have that like beaded uh, thing on fuck. their forehead like that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of clown. like
2: the female gremlin thing there. <laughs> Be out with like, big ass ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But I mean, like she has to have like a oh, thing, like God. a headband on.
0: It sounds <laughs> so stereotypical, but
3: that's, you know. Whatever. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs>
0: Candace, how about you? Did you say the same thing or you have a different thing? What can shake your self-confidence? Yeah,
1: I'd have to say that I'm my worst. I'm my own worst, mm-hmm. uh, my own worst critic.
0: Critic? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And the last one, Candace. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be?
2: <laughs> um, hmm. Probably a
0: squash just because of the shape.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no other characteristics. No other reason.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm choking here.
0: Yeah. Like, well, what vegetable would you be if you could be a, if you were a vegetable? What would you be? A sweet potato. <laughs> I <could see> it. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> and I just said I would be a potato too. And I think I'd be a rusted potato or a- Yukon gold. like
2: stirring. Oh my God.
0: Starchy, <laughs> you know you it can be uh, like, manipulated great. in a lot of ways like that's what i think and mm. i asked my friend And i asked my friend last night who was part of the, be- the beating and i said if you were a vegetable you could be and she goes i'd be a tomato even though a tomato is not a a vegetable but she's like it's sometimes you'll ca- categorize it as a, as a fruit as a vegetable but it's a fruit but mm-hmm. she said i would be a tomato i'm like oh yeah she goes Red and juicy. That's why she wants to be a tomato. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, I got to tell them on the podcast that you said you'd be a red and juicy tomato. Oh, my
2: God. Oh, before we end any segments here, and um, we have to talk about our funny story that we had. I posted it on Facebook, but we have to talk about what happened at the the hotel Hotel. when we were there. (laughs) So. Myself and dugwa went to Ganondagan together with our daughters. We stayed at the hotel and lo and behold, Leith was also there with her husband. So we all stayed at the same place. So we hooked mm-hmm. up. We all got together that Friday, right?
0: Got in the lobby like people do, like, you know. Yeah,
2: we just hung out, <laughs> relaxed and whatnot. And and it was pretty late. Like it was before Dagwa had left. I think it was about no. 1130 now. Like it was getting late. Yeah. We were getting tired. And there was this guy like kind of roaming around. So... I wasn't paying attention because we were all just chit-chatting, but I did see him but I really thought he was a worker.
0: He had a button. Yeah, he had like a computer with him or something. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a yeah, yeah,
2: like some kind of folder or or like a laptop. So and he was wearing dress clothes like like a buttoned up shirt and and it was like white and blue pants. So I was like uniform. Yeah, it looked like a uniform.
0: Like a manager. You know, like a night manager or something.
2: And because now he was like dawdling around like at the like where the breakfast was like or or where they put it out. So it looked like he was Mm -hmm. maybe cleaning or fixing something that was out of place. And then he went to like there was like this little cubby area that I only realized after. But it looked like there was doors there. So I thought, oh, well, it's a back door, like an office Mm -hmm. type of thing. And he was in there. So he's like wandering around. Then he was gone. Then he came back and he was walking around. (laughs) And then then he comes out. And now we're sitting there.
0: It's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And then he passes by and then he stops like in front of us. And me and Dagua had the same idea. I was thinking, like, okay, this guy's probably coming here to tell us, like, either shut the hell up or he's got to go back to Like, it's like we're closing the lobby. I don't know. Like, can you do that? You know? So I was like, okay, like, what the hell is this guy doing? So
0: before you continue, yeah. The lobby, how it is and where we're sitting is we're sitting on two like uh, side chairs and there's a sofa and there's a fireplace that's on in front of us and the TV is on. It's a very like, you know, nice, relaxing place. Yeah. And this man nonchalantly walks up and digger, you got to say what he said. He was like. And stands closest to me. But I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch, but he's sitting on standing like opposite like of a side chair.
2: Yeah. So he just like kind of like slithers on in and he stands there
0: (laughs) and then he like just stops. and He he has something in his hand. He has a key in his hand. Yeah. He he had his
2: like little thing in one hand. He had his like little little briefcase (laughs) thing or whatever the hell he was holding. And then he had his key in the other hand and he was just like, so who wants to take me back to my room? And we were like
3: what and then yeah, he f- does
0: that and he like he puts his hand out with his like as if he has his key. yeah it was like he whipped to, it out like wanna, <laughs> yeah like which one do you want to take us take you back to my room
2: yeah he like whipped out the key and like showed it like as if he was like like uh you know in the 80s when they used to be on the streets with like selling like uh freaking watches and they're like in their coats like who wants to bring me back to my room and he had like he showed us his key and we're like but Leith, so me, I'm st- I'm like on the other side, Duggo and Leith were sitting together closer and I'm yeah. sitting on my own chair and I'm like looking at them like, wait, hey, what the hell? Because none of this was registering to <laughs> me because I'm like, why is this
0: worker talking to us? Like, And you could tell like, he was inebriated. Like how he was yeah. talking, you can tell. Because once was, he made his move, yeah, <laughs> he had that look like. Yeah, like he was Almost shit like faced, like spinning. Yeah, like he was like going back and forth. Like yeah, like... his
2: eyes were all like red and glossy. glossy.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
2: Then, and then it was just so funny because now the way Leith was since she like turned more to Dougal, like shifted her legs and she was like, "No, thank you." I was like, "No." Nope. <laughs> yeah, like no thanks. And then Dougal was like just looking at him, and she didn't know what to say. She was just kind of like, "So no, now I'm looking, and I'm like looking at him. Like, wait, what the fuck is going on here?" I was like. And then I'm thinking, like, why are we bringing you to your room? Like, what? Like, and then it registered, and I was like, maybe go ask reception. I'm like, they'll take you. <laughs> and then he just stood there and stared at us for a few seconds and then kind of, like, walked by. But we were so uncomfortable now, too, because I'm like, okay, yeah. But he this- stormed
0: mm-hmm. by like he, like, wasn't able to make his move, kind of. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like, you could see, like, all the air deflate out of his, like, fucking balloon. Like, he was just like... And then he walks but he's like, okay, thanks. And he walked by <laughs> and he went to the, to the front desk. But I think and we
0: laughed. Yeah, we, we were like right after dying, him. Dying, right like, and
2: uh, well, I got nervous though, because I was like, after it kind of all registered and how like stupid the situation was and like, who the heck is just going to volunteer to be like, bring you some drunk guy? I don't know. I was like, so why you can club me in the head? Like, no
0: thanks. like <laughs> yeah. I'll pass.
2: But the worker was a young young girl, younger-ish.
0: Younger than us.
2: Yeah, younger than us. So now she had to take him. And I was Mm. like, oh, do we follow? Do we go watch? Mm. You know, like, so we were all sitting there laughing and talking about it. And then... I was like, it was in the back of my head, like, okay, where is she? Like, is mm-hmm. she coming back? She, mm-hmm. You know, like. How long has she yeah. been going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally she came back and then we all had like a good laugh with her. We we're like, so like, <laughs> we're glad you're back. <laughs> like, She's like, oh, well, he was actually very polite. We're like, well, I hope so. You know, like, oh, my God. So anyways, it was a pretty weird experience. And after that, we're like, all right, time for bed. Like the weirdos are oh. up.
0: <laughs>
2: so we went to bed after that.
0: There's good and fun adventures to be had on the,
2: on the, uh, trail.
0: <laughs> on the art show trail. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, so get out God. there and I encourage everybody to like, you know, like Candace is going to do in the, in the new year to do different things that kind of challenge yourself and be able to yeah. create pieces for yourself. So I encourage you to do that. I also encourage you to like, again, to apply to the university of Western Ontario's indigenous Artist in residence, 2024, 2025, which I am now currently the artist in residence it's a very good opportunity. Look on their website uh, or just type in Indigenous Artists in Residence, University of Western Ontario. Ooh. I encourage everybody to do that. Anywhere in Turtle Island, in what people would call Canada, what people call Banana. United States, what people call in South America, anywhere in that area, you're more than welcome. So please do that. It's it's a really good opportunity. And especially like kind of said, if just having maybe the time to be able to do something for yourself and not worry about doing anything else. So anybody's out there, any medium, Try it out. You never know. It's it's a learning experience, even if you don't get the position. But to be able to go through that process is really, Mm -hmm. really good. So, yeah. I also wanted
2: to uh, just uh, also acknowledge Thea Thea Thomas.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. I was just thinking like doing like a run in my
2: head, like all the artists. Yeah.
0: Honorable mention as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So she was also there. She in uh, basketry. (laughs) It's hard to say that um yeah so she had also a beautiful piece oh, it was, was a
0: basketry one That she yeah yeah I
2: checked the the oh, ribbon because I, I, I brought it home for her um oh, but yeah that's what that okay. was in her category oh, awesome. but and it was yeah. um not like your typical basket it was a basket
0: no it was really cool it's really innovative yeah it was
2: did. a I believe it was a purse yeah
0: it was a purse yeah and
2: it had a little bit of beadwork on it there was like a beaded flower yeah. on it and the the purse itself was actually made out of like velveteen, but it was woven yep. and it looked like a basket. Mm-hmm. So it was submitted. So yeah. she got honorable mention as well. So I just wanted to make sure we for didn't sure. leave uh, yes. people out.
0: Thank you for that, for yeah. reminding
2: us. Y'all. Yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. And So I guess that really winds us down to the end of our podcast. I'd like to say Nyamakoa, Candice, for coming in to, the, to be a guest at the beating table. We are happy that you came and you're able to share. And hopefully we can catch back up with you maybe later on the year to see how your creative goal is going. Because now not only do the two of us know, but all of our audience, our wonderful
3: <laughs> audience
0: members <laughs> know everything that, you know, we are. And maybe we'll see you be a squash or paint the squash. <laughs> you <know>? Shut up. As my
3: self-portrait.
2: Never mind. I'm not saying nothing.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: My self-portrait so yes, as but... a squash.
1: Well, I was happy to be here uh, with you guys, so I'll come back another time for sure.
0: For sure. And hopefully maybe the next time we get together, Margaret, we'll be able to do it while I'm in Mm Kahnawake in January. Hopefully we'll be able to to do that. But I'm sure we'll see each other sometime before the store reopens. And uh, just a big shout out to the editor-in-chief of Yorriwaze, Greg DeGarantanega Horn. He is also the man behind the... Allowing us basically saying, yes, you can have a podcast through our podcast platform. So I wanted to wish him a very happy birthday. Today is December 14th. We are taping and I want to wish him a happy birthday because, you know, today is his special day. And, you know, everyone did a shout out. So happy birthday to you. And uh, Margaret, any last words? Nope. (laughs) So now everybody for listening and we look forward to hearing from you on our social media. If you reach out to us, we will talk to you. Sometimes we don't initiate the conversation, but we <laughs> would love to hear from you all. <laughs> so now if you are listening and have a great, uh, whatever it is that you do over this holiday type of season, whatever that looks like, enjoy. And, uh, we'll see you again here at the beating table. Oh, Kiwa, okay. Bye. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of Yidiwase and its employees.